What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is no episode. This is the after dark and the whip so No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the After Dark After Hour Show with your boy Devontae, episode 23. Listen, <clears throat> middle of the week. You know what I'm saying? Recording. It's about 6 o'clock my time. Wednesday to everybody uh, from Atlanta to Florida to Orlando. You know what I'm saying? To Detroit, 313. Shout out to y'all. To here in Grand Rapids. You feel me? Uh, To Allendale. Shout out to y'all. To California, LA. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sacramento. Uh, Who was listening to us? uh, I seen Palm Beach was on there, or Palm Beach, Florida was on that motherfucker. Shout out to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's listening to us, you know what I'm saying, on every which platform, you know what I'm saying, that we, you know, that we're a part of. And, you know, I say we, you know, I say we because I'm going to get a we soon, but I just say we just to say we, you know, because I just feel like it's, it's, it's more than me talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's more than just me, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little high right now, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just talking some shit, you know, but just saying, you know, just, just letting you know something. Listen, I know, um, <clears throat> Monday's episode was a lot, <laughs> but shout out to, uh, my boy Vince for coming through. Uh, like I said, we took over that show, man. We, we took over that whole show talking about the whole Colin Kaepernick, uh, situation, and uh, the Miles Garrett situation. Like I said, it gave Miles Garrett uh, the biggest loser of the week. Just on the simple fact that, um, you know, you, 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 you swung a, like I said, you swung a, 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 a damn near uh, Captain America shield-like helmet. You know, and like I've been saying, um, they've been taking a lot of protective uh, precautions, uh, protective measures, I'm sorry, uh, with those helmets, you know, because concussions in the NFL have been a, a bigger issue you know will smith put a whole movie on it so it made it a bigger issue which is it is a big issue so that you know they're 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 probably every year making the helmets harder you know what i'm saying i believe they get a helmet every year so i'm like i know they're making the helmets even harder you know so you swinging the helmet like that you know you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta seriously hurt both you know so um but what we cannot like i said uh and like me and Vince pointed out, what we cannot sit here and uh, denounce is that he basically, he, he was provoked. And um, we we never look at it as a provocation when it comes to a black man. You know, we're supposed to understand and um, we're supposed to be empathetic or sy- even sympathetic, you know what I'm saying, in situations like that. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? Like I said in the uh, in the podcast, you know, as, as you, you should know to check your emotions in that in that moment. Like your brothers in 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 football arms are right, <clears throat> excuse me, but at the same time, he is to me not wrong in the sense of a reaction. You know what I'm saying? It might not have been the best reaction at all, period. But there's been a lot of you who've been commenting and I, and I watch sports documentaries i watch nfl documentaries that's a lot of y'all motherfuckers that's been out here that if we if we go back and watch these documentaries even if we pull some footage yeah y'all y'all was wilding on the on the field too now everybody like this is the worst now this is the craziest thing i've seen 
in my 25 years, like I said, um, of living that I've watched, you know, that I've seen something like that on TV, like, man, seriously, like swinging the, or on football, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't been watching it for 25 years, just been alive for that long. So just on and off watching football, that was, that was one, probably the most crazy thing I've seen so far. And that's not to say I won't see anything crazier. You know, just as the generations, you know, and the times continue to go, something might just, just, you know, kick that, kick, kick it up a night. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, you know, but at the same time, oh, just Miles Garrett understands that, you know, um, that just, that, that can't happen again, bro. Um, and then with the the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, um, everybody's been going in on uh, Stephen A. Smith. And like I said, shout out to, to, the, to, the, to the sports guy, Stephen A. Smith, man. Um, media guy himself. Uh, here's the thing, bro. Uh, I disagree with his point about, um, uh, you know, Colin and, and the media and everything like that. Um, and, and doing his own workout and everything. And everybody has been bashing him because he went on, you know, first take and, you know, he was explaining, you know, why he said what he said. Um, and y'all know Stephen A. Smith never backs down from anything. He's going to attack it head on. However, I think where we as a generation, right, like the subsequent like generation X's and us older millennials, right, or even middle-aged millennials, I don't know how you want to call it, but just, uh, just like the 24, 23 to 35 range, you know what I'm saying? About that, you, you know where you click 25 to 32 range, that range, you understand what I'm saying? Um, even 24, you know, shout out to, shout out to 2013, like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> 95 babies, like, um, I feel like we are still in the process of understanding our, understanding our culture, understanding our blackness individually and collectively, right, because him and Eric Reed started going at it and, you know, you know, Eric Reed ride for his boy and everything like that. You know, he ride for Colin Kaepernick, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Which is good. However, right, Stephen A. Smith was making some points. Now, Eric Reed, you made some valid points in your tweets. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you made some valid points. Cannot lie about that. Hold on, y'all. I got to turn up my fan. That, that boy loud. That boy loud. I got the heat on right now. I got the heat on. Because, you know, it's cold here in Grand Rapids. It's cold as hell. But listen. You know, you made some, you know, you made some violent, I mean, you made some points, you know what I'm saying? And and I, I think there's a lot of people who think like that, you know, who just do it for the white man, you know what I'm saying? Who are just, you know, they, they, I think there are a lot of older black people who are just so into that rhetoric, you understand what I'm saying? Like, we're going to get into Judge Joe Brown in a minute, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about him, like, we're going to lead into that. And it's just like, you know, there are a lot of people who have that rhetoric, but I don't think... Stephen A. Smith had that rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he had that type of mentality. He was looking at it from a business standpoint. And if you looked at it from a business standpoint instead of taking your fucking feelings into consideration, right? I think if you looked at it from a business standpoint, he made points. I didn't agree with them. I agree with Kevin how he did it, right? Like him handling the narrative and everything. I feel like we need more control of our narrative. However, I even said on the podcast on Monday, 
that the way he handled everything, like giving a three-hour delay and everything like that, if you got and, – and here's the thing with me personally, right? I can't speak for everybody else. But if I send you something in advance and you get to me like a day before and I have the criteria for when I need this back and you don't send it in, you're bullshitting. You understand what I'm saying? On a business tip, you are you are bullshitting. If I send something to you a week, two weeks, even a month in advance, right? And I you you don't reply until like the day before it's even due. You're bullshit. So in probably the NFL's mind, this nigga cap is bullshit. <laughs> you 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 changed everything three hours up, and I said that's last minute. Personally, I don't like that. When it, especially when it comes to business, when it, when it, when it's business, don't hit me with no last minute bullshit. You knew what was up. Like that's just grown man shit, Cap. You just gonna have to own that shit. Now, you could have changed the narrative and everything. You you know, switched it up, do whatever, blah blah blah. And I think what people was missing was that Stephen A. Smith was really just attacking this man's business character. And anytime a black man attacks another black man's character, period, all the black people want to get up in uproar. And then Max Kellerman comes in with the white, white, with the, with the, with the, with the hood, and saves the day. Oh my God, Max Kellerman ripped Stephen A's apart. Okay, shut up, stop. First of all, personally love Max Kellerman. I'm glad he's on first take. I, I watch it literally every day. And if I can't watch it every day, I'm on YouTube watching the highlight. You understand what I'm saying? I love their dynamic. However, to all you motherfuckers out there, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Period. You understand what I'm saying? Like Stephen A went at y'all heads today. You understand what I'm saying? And said, this nigga has he been doing this longer than y'all been born. Then we've been born. He been doing he been doing this like for 25 years. He's been doing this as long as I've been born, as long as a lot of y'all commenting and thinking y'all know everything have been born. And because y'all don't run a business, and because you work for a business, you understand what I'm saying? Like Eric Reed, you're still working technically, like let's let let like let, let's keep it a thought while. You're still working for the white man. Granted, you gotta pay your bills. Granted, you gotta do your thing. However, my brother, you're still getting like Stephen A said, and it's fact. See, black, we don't like facts. You understand what I'm saying? People just don't like facts, period. And when you hit them with truth and facts, oh, they get upset. Boy, they get steaming. They want to fight you. They want to kill you. Then because they don't like that. So, my dog, it's not to say you were, you were wrong, but Stephen A was also right. You're still working for the white. Y'all both are working for the white. A lot of us are still working for you understand what I'm saying? So what he did was criticize his business handlings with everything. And if a lot of y'all weren't so far up the white man's ass, not saying Eric Reed, but I'm just saying, if a lot of y'all weren't so far up the white man's ass who were commenting and literally throwing jabs at this man, calling him a coon, y'all, like y'all call niggas coons like 24-7 and y'all be the main ones cooning. Like it just be so funny to me. Y'all don't want no critiques. Y'all think y'all doing it right because you think you know it all. 
You know, our parents back in the day really told us that shit. And I really got it. My mom had to pop me a few times, but I really got it. She really got it to me like, boy, you don't know nothing. Like, you know some shit? Like, you're intelligent. Don't get me wrong. But life-wise, shit going on, you don't know shit yet. And a lot of us are just breaking the surface. I'm not saying that we haven't been through life. Y'all know I talk about this a lot. I've even made an episode about putting some respect on millennials' names. Y'all already know. But at the same time, we have to check ourselves at the door. My nigga, we're not 30. We're not 35. We're not 40. We're not 50. We're not 60. We hope and pray to get to that age. So I respect and love all the OGs who have paved the way for me. Even the old heads who just be in the motherfucking cut, chilling, and don't change none of their shit. Not willing to change or nothing like that. I still got respect for them. So at the end of the day, we got to check ourselves and continue to learn. Because just like Stephen A. he been doing this longer than before you were born, my nigga. You weren't even thought of, probably. You understand what I'm saying? And the great thing about it is, y'all keep putting this nigga's name in the mind, in his mind, you know, in the media. So it's just like, either way, it don't even matter. You know, and like I said, Max came to, you know, everybody looked at Max as, you know, Captain save a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that he is, but he was... Everybody looked at him like that was the perception, right? And Max has always come, like, he always come to the defense. You understand? And they had two different viewpoints. But I think what a lot of people were missing was that he was just, a, like, criticizing the way he handled his business. If you really wanted a job, right? If you really wanted a job, why did you handle it like this? Even if the waiver was fucked up. Right? And he even said this was the first time they did it for this player. Allegedly, Jay-Z put him on the, you know, put his his repute, he he got it together and everything, and not allegedly Jay-Z is upset. I don't know. Right? But at the end of the day, this all shit looks confusing. <laughs> this shit just looks confusing. I don't you don't know if Cap want a job or not want a job. But I, I hope the Detroit Lions saw That's all I know. I just know the Lions were there. And I hope the Lions get them. Because I am so tired of Matthew Stafford. If he don't get off the guy. He plays like a rookie every fucking year. Like every time I see him play. Every time. Every time. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like I'll probably, I'll probably watch Matthew Stafford a year maybe six or seven times out the year if Detroit is playing. And it's, and it's what, 16, 17 weeks? So it's like, if you make the playoffs, I'll definitely. But then, no. And I see him. He's a stat stuffer for sure. But this man is like, <laughs> this man still plays like a, I'll be like, bro, it's, 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 it's rookies in second years, third years playing better than you, bro. God damn. And they not they wasn't even they they not even talked about they not Deshaun Watson like that you understand what I'm saying and they still playing better than you niggas on the bench playing better God damn so Detroit I hope you get I hope you get cap I hope you get cap go ahead and get um let's talk about Disney Plus I was gonna talk about that on the show Disney Plus is overwhelming as fuck I just paid for it right 
Got the twelve ninety nine boy. Got the um, ESPN Plus, the Hulu, all that good stuff. Listen, Disney Plus is overwhelming as shit. It has so much content on it. Gargoyles, X Men, uh, High School Musical one, two, three, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's so raven. Uh, Kim Poss. I mean, it was when Darren Brand from Wildin' Out said. Disney Plus was literally for the 90s babies. You know, it was for us. It was for us. The late, what do you say, late 80s, early 90s kids? It was for us. It was for us. I I, I literally, I, I immediately turned on Sweet Life as I can call. Immediate, immediately, immediate. I was like, oh my God, my childhood in one fucking stream. Oh my god! But the only thing that I did not like, there's one thing Disney Plus, one thing, right? I know y'all like, oh, you, you goddamn, gotta find something. Yeah, yeah. Now, as some of you know, I'm a very avid High School Musical fan, right? I have all three movies. Disney Plus has all three movies. So hell, I have it twice and twice over. Nah, you understand what I'm saying? I I I grew up with High School Musical. Cause this the start. Of something new, it feels so right to be here with you. Oh, and now looking in your eyes, I feel in my heart the start of something new. Listen, okay, that was that was amazing. Oh, if you felt that, <laughs> if you heard that slip, I ain't got no shirt on right now. Um, cause I'm comfortable in my house, man, and it's comfortable. I'm chilling. It's relaxing. Listen, um, this new series, right? You made a new High School Musical series, uh, Disney Channel. Now, here's the thing: we we say a lot of times you gotta leave some classics alone, right? We've seen um, some people say. Uh, Issa Rae needs to leave, set it off alone. Some people wanted to come back. Right, I'm here for it. I want to see what she does with it. This one, though, right? I think after High School Musical three, you should have left well enough alone. Now, as a fan, I was ready for High School Musical four, but when I knew it wasn't coming, okay, that's it. Just cap it out right there. The fact that y'all made a series, I didn't even want to watch the first episode uh, because it just it just didn't look nah. Mm. Nah, I mean, I nah. It's it's not for us. I told y'all, it's for the nineties. It's for the nineties kids. And as nineties kids, some of us, most of us, grew up as Disney Channel kids. And whether you liked High School Musical or not, you knew High School Musical was on Disney Channel. Damn near, it was a phenomenon, and it damn near came on every month until High School Musical two came out, and then it came on every month. And then High School Musical three came on in the theaters, and then that's what it was. You knew it, right? And once, high, like I said, once High School Musical three came out, it was raps done. So why would you go and just these three, these, you know, just this perfection of, of of this perfection of a trilogy? Why would you go and then create a show? I don't know, and I'm and I know that you are trying to, you know, employ people, and I get it, I get it, I and get it. You know, streaming services are having on their own originals, but at the same time, Disney, I, I'm not saying don't have it, 
But I'm saying, like, bruh, you're not Netflix yet with the originals. You know what I'm saying? Like, we here for the oldies. <laughs> I'm saying. We here for the old X-Men. Did y'all see that? The old X-Men? The gargoyles. Like, I seen gargoyles. Man, I grew up with them motherfuckers. On the motherfucking statues looking creepy as hell. I fucked with them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we here for the original. Like, I get it. The originals are probably going to be for the kids. You understand what I'm saying? They're probably going to be for the new kids. Right? But I really do not believe people are going to watch High School Musical series. So I just believe that you just need to cut it from the, you know, just cut it. Cut. I'm, I'm not, listen. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. It could be good as hell, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. You understand what I'm saying? Sorry. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to watch it. Right? But they have so much shit on there. Um, my next, my next, my next thing is to watch The Lion King, um, the, the, the animated version, right? Cause they don't have the, 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 uh, Nat Geo Wild version on there, which they shouldn't, they should not even, I know they put that boy in, uh, some, some DVD now, I believe, but they shouldn't even, um, put that boy on Disney plus. It was horrible, horrible, just a horrible movie. I was, oof, mm, mm, mm. um, but yeah, Disney Plus is very overwhelming. So if you get it, it's amazing. And then I got on ESP. Like, you know, then you, you, you download. I, I already have Hulu. So they're just telling me to activate my other account. So I'm like, okay, bet. But I get on ESPN Plus and I'm like, damn, right? As I'm a documentary type dude, right? I love to just get high and watch docs. Like, that is a, that is a pastime of mine. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I can just sit here for, like, two hours and watch a, a dope-ass doc. And 30 for 30s are one of those, you know, sets, series of documentaries that I love. I don't watch The Bad Boys, uh, The Announcement, the, um, the Best of, the best of what, the Lakers and Celtics document. I don't watch a lot of them. The, the Ric Flair, you know, um, The Fat Five. You know, that was the Michigan. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Joe, um, I, I was about to say Joe Jackson. <laughs> like, what if they had a 30 for 30 on Joe Jackson? That would be crazy as hell. That would be wild as hell. Joe. <laughs> but um, what's his name? Bo Jackson. There we go. Saying that one too. So I watch a lot of those. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I just started watching the Dennis Rodman. Um documentary and that one is it's pretty good you know i suggest a lot of y'all get to know dennis robin man he, he he's definitely a character um but i think a dope dude at the end of the day uh but yeah disney plus is overwhelming it got like 10 million streams in its first two out i mean 10 million like um like 10 million subscribers in its like first two hours i don't know the numbers now but it came out November 12th or 11th or something. First two hours, 10 mil. Woo! Jesus. I was like, oh. And I know, and you know people was dropping like the 70 ball for the year, even the $12.99 a month for the uh, for the three, you know, even for the $6.99 a month, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you get the one-week trial with that one. You know, if you get the $6.99 a month, uh, you get the free uh, free week trial, and then, then you get charged. So, 10 million subscribers? And I know about 90% of those 
had to drop the seventy. I know they did. Just just own just because it's Disney. And if I would have had it, I would have dropped it right then and there too. It it would have been lit, you know. But I was blessed to get it anyway. And uh, like I said, it it has every Avengers Endgame, Ultron, the first one. You feel me? Like it has every. I'm just uh, remember the Titans. Oh my God! Stop it. Um, Amanda Seals and Sean King. Now these are two individuals that I have true respect for. Probably one more than the other for very for various reasons. Um, but more, but respect nonetheless. You understand what I'm saying? So Sean King and Amanda Seals actually got into a, I don't want to say like a social media blow up because that's what social media will make it look like. It's a like that. But I think they just got into some words. Um, so this Rodney Reed case, um, has been getting, you know, really, really, uh, sticky and well, not sticky, but. Um, he has, he's not getting executed, right? I don't know if we reported that, but um, he's not getting executed. Um, he has, I believe, a trial date. I, I, but there's more information coming, but we don't know yet. So um, Amanda Seals got on her uh, Instagram and talked about the Ronnie Reed case. And she said that she, she titled it, I wish I would have knew more. I'm so, like, something like, I'm so sorry. I wish I knew what I wish I would have knew more about the Rodney Reed case and what she detailed were various cases and women who came out against Rodney Reed and, you know, claimed that he, you know, sexually assaulted them or raped them, you know, um, allegedly or that he was convicted or these murders, murders, rapes and sexual assault, excuse me. And, um, Twitter, well, Twitter and Instagram, social media period, just went in an uproar about it. And uh, Sean King, you know, responded and he said, you know, all of those were basically, you know, false. You know, he wasn't convicted. He wasn't, you know, he didn't cause these, you know, crimes or, you know, um, these these allegations or what, whatever they were. You understand what I'm saying? These these rape allegations or sexual alleg- uh, sexual assault allegations that were coming against him, and I believe for some of them he weren't he he was he wasn't convicted, I believe. But um, here's the thing, bro. Listen, and I think Charlemagne kind of had a point with this. Um, if we would have knew that, right? I'm thinking we would have knew all of that. A lot of us wouldn't have got on his team, you know. Um, because we didn't know Rodney Reed, we went into the, into the mindset of just knowing a man, right? Just knowing a man who got a black man falsely convicted of raping a white woman. Now we, we, we all seen this so many times. You understand what I'm saying? So of course, all of us are going to go to his aid, right? We're going to make sure we sign that petition. We're going to make sure we, we share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to make sure we, you know, we get that name out. Now I'm not saying what Amanda Seals did was um unjust right because we have to know all the facts right i think in a in a society where we're coming into not fact checking and i have to do personally better on that myself um and just getting the stories out because some stories i just don't give a fuck about i just give it to y'all because i know some of y'all want them 
you know, some of y'all want particular stories. Some of y'all want, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to know how my, how y'all are, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so some stories I, I care about, some stories I don't. And then some stories I really get deep into and y'all know that. And then some stories I just be like, eh, well, this happened, this happened, y'all can go check it out. You know what I'm saying? And this right here in particular, this segment of the entire pie is something that I, I want y'all to just go check out. Cause it's not, it's, I'm not saying it's not serious, right? Because like I said, if we would have known, if some of us would have known that, then I think his, the, or, or what Amanda Seals told us, then a lot of that, you know, would have probably, a lot of us probably wouldn't have signed that petition. Just going off base off what she said. You understand what I'm saying? If we knew that before Sean King posted, I do believe um, that our that some of our minds would change. However, like I said, Sean King came with this on the platter, which in this case, for this particular case, came with this case, right? And we're only talking about this case. He was falsely convicted, period. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying Amanda says it's wrong, but what it looks like, Amanda, what it looks like, right, is that you're coming for another black man. That's what it looks like. That's the perception of what everybody sees is that it looks like you're coming for another black man. Like literally you're just downing his name and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying these women are wrong. I'm not even, I'm not even saying this man is holier than thou. I don't even know Rodney Reed. I don't even know y'all, but what I'm seeing, what it looks like is that you're man hating. (laughs) That's what it looks like. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of people were scouting that out. Is that your man hating? And then I, and then Amanda, like I, I like here's the thing. Amanda Seals, I've watched for probably like the last one or two years. You know what I'm saying? Like I've shot her, put her on my Instagram, shot her out and everything. And I've personally seen her Instagram change. And then I seen her kind of change. You know what I'm saying? Like Sean King has stayed consistent. I can't I can't lie. Right? I like I said to y'all, I wanted to go see him in Grand Rapids when he came, but he stayed consistent. That man literally is behind, is literally writing, doing doing justice work behind the scenes. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody said, like, um, I think somebody asked him, like, I don't know. I don't know. Well. That went out of my head. <laughs> but no, like, he does it behind the scenes. And he hasn't switched. You understand what I'm saying? He continues to do it behind the scenes. It's not like this man. He's, he gets his voice out through tw- through social media. You understand what I'm saying? He goes to um, um, protests and rap, but he's not out doing interviews. You don't see him on the red carpet. He stays consistent. That is one man who stays consistent. So for me, I've been trusting his sources for the past like three, four years since I've been doing this. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying Sean King gets it right all the time, but this man, he ain't really got it wrong when he talked about this injustice now. Because he looks at integrity. And I'm not saying Amanda Seals doesn't, but listen. But listen. We're talking about this case. We can get to those cases. After we get to this, 
Because what that looks like, I'm just telling you what it looks like. I don't know what's going on, but what that looks like is man bash. And you're and it and it and it looks like for a lot of people you're keeping him down. I'm just saying Amanda Seals is not wrong, but you look you look wrong. You're not wrong, but you look wrong. You understand what I'm saying? And Sean King is all the way right. This is this is about this case. You know what I'm saying? And he said like a lot of those were not even hit or not allegedly not, you know, uh, not convicted about or not. Rodney Reed wasn't convicted. He didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Right. So we, we don't. We don't. But this is just ridiculous. There are two intelligent motherfuckers who are just having a war of words on Twitter and social media where y'all can literally just have a conversation over the phone. I don't like it when two intelligent motherfuckers have um, a social media beef or even a social media war of words. Call each other. Like, Amanda, you have a master's in African-American studies. Sean, I believe you have the same. Two different universities. Y'all need to have a conversation. Before you even put that out, like, in my mind, if we're talking about if I had if I had the if I had the if I had their number if I had Sean King's number I would I would call him if I had it. You understand what I'm saying? Like if I had the lead, if I had that power to call up these people and to verify these stories, absolutely. So if you have that luxury, that leeway. That tax bracket, you understand what I'm saying? To call up your fellow black man to get the news and have a conversation to put it. I'm just let I'm just putting things out in the open. I'm just letting you know what it is. Amanda Seals is like, she didn't have to do that in my view. In my point of view, like if I if I'm got to if I'm about to have an exclusive, if I'm about to put something out like Sean King. And I've and and I have new information about the story. Out of respect and love for my brother, I'm going to call Sean King up and say, hey, before I say this, right? Before I put this out, can I get 10 minutes of your time and just discuss this real quick and get your take on it? That that'd just be how I how I run. Can't I, I can't speak for everybody else, but that'd just be how I run. Because you, it, 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 that just looks. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I just I'm just saying, man. Um, going into Judge Joe Brown, bro. Judge Joe Brown said he he doesn't like feminists. <laughs> oh man. Uh, for one, Judge Joe Brown said he doesn't like feminists. Because they want Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. And he said, and I guess he was talking to Dr. Umar Johnson. I'm going to just say Umar Johnson. Um, and he was talking to him and he and he said, and Umar was like, well, why don't you think she should be on the 20 Well, first of all, why don't you like feminism? Why don't you like, you know, $120 bill? He was like, well, a black man should be on there because we, you know, we're the heads and, 
you know, I just believe all these feminists trying to put the black man down and blah, 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 and all that. Okay, and then I personally commented on YouTube, and I was like, I think Judge Joe Brown is, has a lot of mind, still has the mindset of a lot of um, some some old heads out here. And I'm not going to say that sparked a whole, like, comment war in my comments, but it did, <laughs> you know. And, you know, that was, let me just say that was my first experience in, the, like, the real comment section. You know what I'm saying? Like, YouTube be going crazy. Y'all y'all want a comment section to go crazy. It's not even, it's not even the shade rooms. It's not even Instagram. It's not even Twitter. It's the YouTube. The, they are hilarious. They are hilarious. Because <laughs> I was just like, what? You know? So, whole YouTube you know, finagle and shit like that. And it was funny. I, I was, I was, it was hilarious. But here's what I would say to that. Um, first off, we are coming into a time, right, where um, fake news is real, right? And I do believe that there are some feminists out there that do do with Joe Bud. I mean, Joe, um, What's, what's his name? Judge Joe Brown's name. You know what I'm saying? That really just used f- feminism to attack men. There are some. Right? There are some. But I don't believe that was Harriet. You know what I'm saying? And I don't believe that all feminists are like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I believe I'm a feminist. I, I, I want women to succeed. I want women to be independent. Hell, women, a woman birthed me. That's like, I can never understand how men can have this. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I'm dead ass serious. And, I'm, and that's why a lot of niggas don't listen to me. But that's why a lot of women listen to me too. <laughs> Shout out to you, queens. Um, I don't understand why a lot of women have this, this, I mean, men, I'm sorry. A lot of men have this mentality of where I can con- control you i i'm yes we are the head but they're the body you understand what i'm saying without the body we ain't shit like i'm not in a relationship right i'm just saying right and 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 (laughs) judges like these you know I, i get what you're saying judge but at the same time that old school rhetoric is dying. I need to let you know that. You understand what I'm saying? I need to let all my old heads and OGs know that. That old school way of thinking is dying, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's a lot of 40, 50 year olds that were raised by, you know, people like Judge Joe Brown who kind of still think like that. Right? But also have manipulative ways to sit here and bring them back in. You understand what I'm saying? Come on now. Right? Like, somebody said, nobody, it was a dude on Love Hip Hop who said, nobody wants a fully independent woman. No, I want, my, I want my woman to not need me. I'm so dead ass. So dead ass. I want her to want me. You understand what I'm saying? And then, Need me for emotional support. Everything like that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, 
You don't need me financially. You don't need me like to get you like you got your own. And then we come together. You know what I'm saying? You create foundation. I create foundation. We bring together whole empire. You understand what I'm saying? We take our flaw. I take my flaws. You take your flaws. We bring them together and we and we take two L's and make a dub. You know what I'm saying? We take all of our lessons and make beautiful W's. And then in the process of us literally learning to love each not even learning to love, learning to love one another, but learning each other. You understand what I'm saying? But I know that's way above y'all pay grade. It's a lot of y'all that spout that shit. Man, it's a lot of niggas that spout the shit I'm talking about, but don't, but literally be on like Black Ink Crew and Love and Hip Hop and all these reality shows spout that bullshit, but then they actually speak louder. That's why I don't take them seriously. That's why I said the April Jones shit, I don't take it seriously. I don't take that shit seriously. I don't, I don't, because y'all actions speak louder than y'all words. Period. So, I just, you know, I, I just feel like Judge Joe Brown was a little out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Um, first of all, I love, and, and, and this is no criticism to black men, because y'all know I love my black brother. Period. We are gods. But our queens are goddesses. You understand? They're our goddesses. Like, I get that you were upset, you know, at the feminists that attack black men. Of course, there are they are out there, but Chill out, my brother. Relax. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and Harriet, and there's a lot of these girls out here, a lot of these women out here that are harder than you niggas, my mom included. You understand what I'm saying? Harder than a lot of you niggas. Now, I'm not talking about just taking a pistol and just shooting somebody. No. No. Like, they harder than you niggas. They, they will fight a nigga. Fight. Hands. None. Period. And beat ass. Like, I've seen I've seen women be harder than niggas and teach me. How, I'm like, whoa. This is flipped. <laughs> what? So, y'all need to chill out. Chill out. Relax. I know y'all are intimidated by... A independent woman, but that shit turned me on. I don't know. I don't know. Just me personally, that shit turned me on. When you really just don't need me, because I've I've had the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, I've had the opposite. So I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I just want to create. You bring yours, I bring mine. But like I said, to each his own. Have have do what you do. I just think Judge Joe Brown when he talked about that particular, you know, you know, saying you know we shouldn't have it. And Harriet Tubman. Like I said, Harriet Tubman's heart was probably harder than you, Judge. She freed slaves, nigga. Fuck out of here. Dumb as hell. Like, no disrespect, but you just, that just is dumb as hell. That was dumb as hell. That was. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, Ari. Ari and Summer Walker. Let's talk about them real quick. So, allegedly, apparently... Right, they're quitting music. Um, Ari Lennox got super upset over Twitter uh, because hi Ari um, got super upset over Twitter 
about not winning best, I guess, best new artist, um, or some, some, uh, I think best R&B album or something like that. Um, and you know, she was hurt rightfully. So, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she went on a Twitter rant and everything like that. If you wanted to go see, go see it on Twitter. And she went, you know, she went on Twitter rant just saying like, I'm, I guess I'm not fit for this. You know, I'm not fit for the, I, I really made a, an album for, you know, my black people. And I'm, I guess I'm just not fit for, you know, losing, you know, it's just taking an L, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, hon, first of all, this is, the Soul Train Awards are just a, is a place to just celebrate black people, right? Um, so the fact that you got nominated, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I would be happy with the nomination. I wouldn't expect myself to win, but I would be happy with the now. I would be ecstatic with the nomination because you should. Here's the thing, and this is for Summer Walker too. This is this is for both of y'all. I feel like you have to understand the industry that the the industry that you're going into. You want to be a singer, okay? Understand the entertainment industry. Understand the music in, or the music industry. You understand what I'm saying? Like, understand you're not going to win every award your first go-round. Right? You're not going to do that. Understand that your your anxiety is going to be high. You know? Understand that you're going to be performing. Understand that you're probably going to pop. You never know what's going to happen. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not... First of all, it's not trustworthy, Right? That's the music. It's not. It's not. It's not here for you to sit here and like have happy-go-lucky rainbows and shit. Like you have to keep working, especially if you want to be on that top. Until you can sit down and be all happy and rainbows. You understand what I'm saying? Like you can't be Beyonce working like a nine to five in the music industry. You can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. And what I mean is you can't be sitting here trying to work eight hours wanting to be Beyonce. You ain't, you, no. Or on that level. No. I think any entrepreneur in any industry, especially the music industry, will tell you, it put, you, you got to work. And even on the side, you got to work. You got, oh, here comes this damn train. But listen, you got to work. And, you're quit artists quitting music because you know she's hurt by you know she can't take the the I guess the the non alkylate she's getting. Summer Walker's quitting because social anxiety and everything. I get the social anxiety. I personally have anxiety. Um, I don't know if I have particularly social anxiety because I know when my social clock is up and I and I get the fuck on. I peace out. I don't I don't stay for shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I when it when my body is like okay, it's time to go. It's time to go. So, um, I, I know I put personally couldn't be that deep into the music industry, but when your career takes off, like Ari's and Summers, you got to know like, yo, okay, this is the music industry. I'm in this bitch. Like I'm making music. I want to be like, if you dream, like you want to be a singer, you want to do this, you want to do that. Like I've said, this is what you prepare for. So many of y'all just, and I'm not saying this is Ari or Summer, but this is what it looks like. And this is for a lot of you out here. It's some of y'all that just want the fame, want the money, and don't want to put in the work, man. Y'all just think putting in the work is making a few songs and some hits, and that's it. That's cute. 
But if you want longevity, you want niggas to remember. Niggas ain't going to remember you after six years. Five at the most. And now in this era, probably two. You understand what I'm saying? You got to be consistent. You got to grind even harder because there are more people out here that are grinding to take your spot. Ari, Summer. You understand what I'm saying? It's a lot of motherfuckers that could have quit, but they're still going. Period. Cash, hello, example. Cash Doll could have quit when for everybody came out and she got her contract. You know what I'm saying? When that whole shenanigans happened, she could have quit right there. She could have quit. She could have been done. She could have been like, nah. But she literally kept going. Kept going. Because why? She loved that shit. But And like I said, a lot of y'all love what you do. If you love what you do, you're going to grind that shit out. You're going to do it. Now, take the time to get your mind right, Summer. Take the time to get get your body right. You understand what I'm saying? Put the lean and shit down. I don't know what you're drinking on, but put it down. Get your body right. Detox and cleanse and shit. And get your body right. Don't be canceling all them tour dates because you because uh, then you're gonna be looking like, well, where the check at? Well, baby, I don't know. I don't know. That was a check right there. And Ari, relax. You had a beautiful. First of all, Ari Lynx was the first official concert that I went to. Period. Here at the intersection at Grand, in Grand Rapids. I remember I had pink loafers on some jeans and my uh, gray polo with my gray uh, Kango hat on. And literally, man, literally, man, stood stood there. And her, I said, it was amazing. Dan stood for the meet and greet. She was, she was amazing. You're an amazing talent who has an amazing voice, who has an amazing spirit. Do not give up. I just put something out like 23 to 28, but literally stop giving up before you even stop giving up before you even make it, bro. It's been a lot of times where I want to give up on this shit. Niggas talking shit. Niggas not like niggas particularly not liking my shit. Niggas not listening. You understand what I'm saying? I could have gave the fuck up. No, I just started creating more. I just started doing what I love to do. I can't give, you cannot give up before you even fucking make it. And even if you think you made it, you ain't made it. Because probably the big OG upstairs got something bigger planned for your stupid ass. But you don't want to sit there and look at it because you go, I'm tired. Shut up. Get your ass up. And that's not just to them. That's to all of us out here. Get your fucking ass up. You complaining every day. You sitting there doing nothing. You talking about somebody, but you steady sitting there doing the same fuck ass shit that you do every fucking day. Every fucking day. And you got the nerve to talk about somebody that's grinding, that's working out here. No. No, I know niggas my age, we don't have that fucking luxury, nigga. Get your ass up. I'm that friend. Like, listen, my friends know I'm that friend. 
Get your ass up. Fuck out of here. No. We were we, we are too talented. It's too many talented motherfuckers our age, between our age range, that think that they just can't make it. That believe they just can't make it. I'm telling you right now that if you work and if you put in just the mustard seed of faith, if you have a little bit of faith in yourself, if you can crawl, that's moving forward. You can fucking make it. Yes, it's going to take time. Yes, it's going to take patience and you're going to have to have discipline on that. Am I still practicing it? Absolutely. But this is how far I've gotten and I plan to get even farther. No cap. And when you see me next year on iHeartRadio or some shit, hosting an event or some shit, you're going to see why I go so hard the way I do. I don't play. Two shows created this year, 129 episodes. Stop fucking with me. It's a lot of y'all out here that are doing the damn thing. Stop fucking with them. It's a lot of you young stars that need to look at us and get a reboost. You understand what I'm saying? Not just podcasters and shit, but your favorite bloggers, your favorite vloggers, your favorite everything. Because we are working non-fucking-stop. We get off of our nine-to-fives and we come home and work. Stop fucking playing with me. And you got the luxury, the ability to sit here and continue to make music and do what you love full-time. And you want to take a break? Get your ass up. I'm sorry, not take a break, but you want to quit. What you going to do? Work at Popeye's and sell the chicken sandwiches? What you going to do? Work at McDonald's and sell the fries? Get your ass up. To everybody out there, get your ass up and go work. Fuck out of here. What's wrong with y'all, man? Um, Kalamazoo. Um, one of the soup kitchens is closing. And I'm going to drop the link down at the bottom um, because they need donations. Uh, they're, you know, it's getting cold, especially here in West Michigan. It gets super, super cold. And the soup kitchen needs donations in order to them to reopen because they're closed now. Um, they have one, I believe, in Battle Creek, but the one in Kalamazoo, they really, really want and need open. Um, so I'll drop the link down at the bottom uh, for their donation. Um, GoFundMe, I believe. Uh, yeah, man, it's... It, it, it particularly gets colder here in West Michigan. So we want people to not only have shelter, but also to have food. You understand what I'm saying? People got to eat, period. It don't, it don't matter. People got to eat. So we, we want to, I personally want to make sure that I can do whatever I can to make sure this story gets out and make sure that we can get some, or uh, they can get some funds uh, so they can open up that um, that soup kitchen in Kalamazoo. Uh, so, um, let's make sure that we, you know, donate a little something. I, I throw a little something, something in there, you know, you know what I'm saying? I got to pay for some stuff. But, no, still, um, make sure that we donate for real. Um, speaking also of Kalamazoo, um, I was told of this story that there was a case, allegedly, right? Super gonorrhea. Now, whoa, 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 what about that? Super gonorrhea. Now, I didn't even know super gonorrhea was a thing. Right. 
my friends told me this. They was like, yeah, she forgot to raise the I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> they were like, allegedly it was in Kalamazoo. I said, Kalamazoo, what? They were like, Kalamazoo was one of the highest rated uh, places for STD, STD rates. You know, STD, you know, you get an STD. I said, oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm right next door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, and then there was a story. I, you know, I have to research some shit. And there were, there were, there were four to five cases of gonorrhea outbreaks in the last couple months in Kalamazoo. Now, those were reported. Now, I don't know how y'all get down in the zoo, right? But, um, I don't, and I don't even know if the super gonorrhea thing in, in Kalamazoo is even real. Like I said, it's alleged. However, um, I do know y'all niggas are nasty. Um, and uh, y'all need to wrap that shit up. That shit is disgusting. Uh, and, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, wrap it up. Put some female condoms. Obviously, y'all need to. Obviously, the birth control pills ain't working. The mother and the nigga who got super gonorrhea. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but if the super gonorrhea thing is real, the nigga who got it, I guess, was just fucking raw. Was just fucking just girls raw and shit, and just was getting a shot. Got just raw shot, raw shot, raw shot. Just fucking, fucking, fucking shot, fucking shot. Just and bro, you know your body just. You know your body just. It, it can't it can't withstand all that shit, right? You know that, right? Like, you know, you even if it's a girl, you know, even if you're a woman, you know your body just can't keep doing it. Like, if you keep continuing to fuck a lot of dicks raw, right? I believe your pH balance will, you know, be a little off. You know what I'm saying? And then you getting shot, you know what I'm saying? You know, probably. I don't know how to, I don't know how that works. You know what I'm saying? But, that's just nasty, you know? Just protect yourselves, people. I know we're in an era where condoms are not really a thing no more. But please put one on. Especially in Kalamazoo, obviously. You know, just make sure y'all safe out here. That shit nasty. <laughs> Go get tested, seriously. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> this story. I Okay. I need people to fucking read, right? I need you to read, okay? And it's not even that, bro. Like, I need y'all to be more conscious and aware. And maybe people are just stupid. I don't know. Like, it's... I don't get it. Um, Okay, so y'all remember me talking about... Y'all remember when the story about the bison? So literally throwing a girl up into the air, right? And I told y'all that people should not be within 75 feet of any animals. That is what the Yellowstone National Park said. That is what they say. That is what they tell you before you go on the trail, right? Obviously, you were about a couple feet away and the baby got hurt, okay? Empathy, no sympathy, right? The black girl, who decided to go into the Brooklyn Zoo and dance with the lion. Now, the lion could have jumped over, hopped over, and ate your ass right the fuck there. But hopefully, not. you know, the lion was staying over on his side. You was obviously staying on your side, but you weren't even supposed to cross into the other side. And obviously, you was bloated as hell. You know, you started dancing with the lion. Now, I wouldn't. Empathy, no sympathy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, 
You know, and here's where I just don't have no empathy or sympathy for this at all. Please find it. Somebody find it for me. Now, listen, this white woman, okay, was at the zoo. And I can't make this stuff up, people. I cannot make this. Y'all think I'm making this stuff up, but I can't, right? I really can't. I see this shit. I research this shit. I can't make this stuff up, people. She leaped into a pole. Listen to my words. She leaped into a polar bear's, you know, uh, uh, you know, little um, area in the zoo. She leaped into the water. Okay, uh, I'm not. I'm not making this up. The story will read itself. She leaped into the water, and the polar bears. That was, you know, the time where they were hungry. You understand what I'm saying? They were about to get fed. So she leaped into it. And she started to drown in the pool. Now, I don't know what bet was worth 20 to $40. But that woman almost got her ass ate. There was a polar bear who was literally biting her neck. Not her, well, like her shoulder. A little bit her back. And then as they were trying to pull her up with her big ass, right, she slipped. <laughs> this is the funny part. She slips out the little donut hole, right? <laughs> She's, <laughs> that's not funny. But she, she slips out the little donut hole. And then they fall out. The polar bear comes back. He's like, oh, oh, you back? Oh, yes. Comes over and tries to nibble on her again. <laughs> and she's screaming. And she, you know, they pull her up to safety. Um, I can't make this up, y'all. Isn't she didn't fall? Okay, she didn't jump. Yeah, because that would have been worse, right? She didn't jump. She didn't even stumble. She didn't trip. She leaped. Okay, and what I think about leap, I think about Tarzan. You know him leaping in the trees. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a jump. You know that's a that's a pretty far jump. So you leaped over. You know and. uh you thought the polar bears weren't going what? What you were going to do? Go over and pet the polar bears? Um, they look furry and cuddly. People, these are still animals. And if you're not the real Tarzan on Instagram, you shouldn't be fucking with none of these motherfuckers because that's the only motherfucker that I can see or know that has some type of energy with all these animals. You understand what I'm saying? That can sit there and do that. You, my baby, cannot do that. Do not do that again. I just don't have... I, I I don't know what to say. It's just, y'all are dumb as fuck. I don't know if y'all just do this for the gram or for social media to go viral, to be on ridiculousness. I don't know. But y'all just do this shit just to be stupid. And it, it, it looks like that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you almost got your ass ate. Literally. By a polar bear. No cap. That is no... Like, that's no pun intended. That's, a, that's no cap. You... Almost got your ass ate by a polar bear. You damn near did. You understand what I'm saying? That polar bear was about to eat. They, they, it was three of them too. They was about to tear your. It was about to be feeding time, and nobody could do shit. Nobody could. Nobody could do a damn thing because the wall was so high. They put the wall up for a reason so the polar bear don't get up there. Duh. But no, your damn. Obviously, you was hot. You know what I'm saying? You, you was obviously thirsty. Right, you needed some water. I don't know why you why you wanted some polar bear swam in water, but you wanted some water, right? And um, the polar bears wanted your ass. You know what I'm saying? They was hungry. 
You know, they've been neglected all day. And they was like, you know, this was a blessing from God. That's what that's probably how they looked at it. It was a blessing from the from the big OG. And now everybody trying to frantically save your stupid ass because you wanted to be stupid. Huh? Or or win a bet or whatever. I bet you she back home like, give me back my twenty dollar with like five bike marks around her foot. Lord have mercy. Um, before we get out of here, <laughs> I wanna just talk about uh Motorola. Uh y'all remember the razor phone? All right, y'all remember uh, if you were, if you was um, around in the two thousands for real, for real. You remember Verizon and Motorola put out that that uh, that Razor phone. Yeah, that Razor phone was sh- the shit. You understand what I'm saying? I, mean, I think I had to, my mama had the black. No, I had the black, and my mama had the burgundy one. Everybody had a Razor phone. That I knew. Everybody, and I believe people that didn't have a Razor phone was jealous of people that did. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you didn't have a Razor phone, you wasn't the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had the boy with the keyboard. I had the phone with the keyboard back in the day. Slide up. And then, once we once we knew we uh, the Razor phone was going, give me that motherfucker. Flip. Hello. <laughs> you see somebody call, all you got to do is flip. Hello. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to hit the call button. So, Motorola decided to, you know, bring it back. You know, this is where I say keep classics where classics need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like the high school musical shit, right? This is where we need to keep a classic where a classic was. Now, that was a classic. That was a beautiful classic that that just needed to stay in the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see this era making a sidekick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see somebody making a BlackBerry because Android and iPhones have taken over the phone world. Like, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that for a fact. Like, I know some people got some burner phones and some, you know, touch screens and everything, but... Like, in all seriousness, Android and Apple are taking over the phone world. Now, if this was designed by Apple, I would get it. However, Motorola decided that they wanted to bring back the Razer phone, and it looks terrible. I don't like it. It looks terrible as fuck. It's the biggest Razer phone I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get it. I get the sleek design and everything. But in the, in, in, a, in an era where we're where we're still... You know, where everybody wants the iPhone or the newest Samsung Galaxy. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know, y'all got to come harder. You know, y'all got to come harder. And I know that these companies are besting you. But at the same time, you're going to have to come harder. That wasn't it. Now, like I said, if y'all partner with Apple to do that, then that would be a different story. You understand what I'm saying? Now, that would be a different story right there. But y'all are just doing it. Ah. I mean, y'all probably gonna get some sales, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's not gonna be a lot. I know that, but uh, it's okay, Motorola, y'all try. Um, I think that's it for for today. I think that's all we're gonna do. Um, y'all make sure y'all continue to listen to us on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, all of that good, all of that jazz. You can hear us. You can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That's www.tyronzahicks.com. You can also donate. Um, if you would like to donate to the podcast and to the network, um, you can go to our donate tab. We take cash up and PayPal. Any donation helps. And let's see, is that it? Yeah, we will be back for Monday's show. And I hope you all have a great one. And be good. Stay blessed. Peace. <laughs>